Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. The winners are the, the people with the most stories. One of the great things about traveling is the people that you meet. I've slept in bus stations, like yeah. I've slept on people's floors. And it's already on fire, and then there's just a gigantic, huge explosion, like out of a Hollywood movie. It's not right or wrong, it's just different. We hired like 10 Chinese prostitutes to come be our audience. We were kidnapped by nuns in Puerto Rico. <laughs> not a good idea to be high when you're packing. You forget a lot of stuff. I got swine flu. By the time you've lived through it, it's just a good story. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Travel Tales Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Siegel. Thank you so much for listening. There's no guest today. It is just me. This is a special edition of the Travel Tales Podcast. It's the end of the year. It's the holidays. I hope you're having a good holiday. Uh, Whatever it is, Christmas, uh, Happy Hanukkah, a quasi Kwanzaa, as (laughs) as Krusty the Clown said. Whatever you're celebrating, even if you're not celebrating and just having some time off, Hope you're enjoying yourselves. But before we get to a, a recap of the year, uh, I want to tell you about the website. If you don't know about it already, it is TravelTalesPodcast.com. Go there. Check out the stories of uh, for our guests, their biographies, uh, some stories that I've written. Uh, you can see photos of the guests. You can see links to all their social media, and you can see links to all our social media, which is, of course, Instagram, Travel Tales Podcast on Instagram, Travel Tales Pod on Twitter, There's links to our Facebook page and uh, Stitcher Radio and iTunes. And always, if you're going to iTunes, please give us a good rating. That boosts our presence and helps people find the show. And that's always a cool thing to do. If you want to write me, it's TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. So there is no guest today. I should paint a picture for you. A little bit about what's been happening in my life. I touched on this a little bit in previous weeks, but um, I came back from working uh, the bulk of the summer in Alaska on cruise ships. And when I got back from there, which was uh, mid-September, I had been flirting with the idea for the last year or two about uh, selling my place. I have a duplex, or I had a uh, duplex in the Miracle Mile area of LA, which I bought in the peak of the market. (laughs) I've said it before and I'll say it again. A lot of people like to buy low and sell high. Not me. Nope. I go, I'm a maverick. That's what I do. I wait till an unprecedented five-year run in prices and that's when I jump in. So I bought in uh, May of 2006, basically, which was uh, the height of the market. And then as we all know, things uh, crashed. And I was upside down on it for a while. And it's a duplex, so I was a landlord. I lived in one half and I rented out the other half. But it never was enough to cover the price I bought it at. And I made a lot of mistakes, folks. Oh, first time buyer. I did interest only for the first five years. It was painful. Just an adjustable rate mortgage. And it was that mortgage that really kind of uh, made me examine this year, uh, last year, about uh, refinancing and locking in a rate. After paying my bills faithfully and never missing a payment during the worst financial crisis since the Great Depression, uh, the house had finally come back and uh, in price and over what I paid for it. And last year when I tried to refinance, and I just wanted to lock in a rate, the good people at Wells Fargo, who I've paid thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars to faithfully for nine years, uh, they told me they didn't, weren't going to let me refinance and lock in a rate. Wasn't even going to pull money out. 
nope, just wanted to lock it in. And they said, because I didn't have a quote unquote real job, they weren't going to let me. And that's when I first toyed with the idea of uh, selling it. Big responsibility to have when you're not around a lot. Not only to be a regular homeowner, but to, to be a landlord as well. It was really the only thing I worried about when I was uh, traveling around the world. So when I got back from Alaska this year in September, I met with a realtor again and uh, decided to pull the trigger. And so a lot of the last couple of months, most of the last couple of months have just been about getting the, the building ready, moving out. Um, right now, I'm staying with a, a friend of mine, a good friend of mine, actually Bruce Romans, who was a guest of the, of the podcast this year. I'll get to a list of the guests that I'll be thanking later. But uh, Bruce was uh, a longtime friend of mine. And uh, he happened to have a situation where he had a couple rooms open up in his place. And so he's letting me stay here, at least through the holidays. And, and uh, it's very nice of him. But uh, moving is stressful, as uh, we all know. And it's been a lot to try to keep, not only take care of uh, career issues, but uh, do the podcast and also move my life. <laughs> and, uh, but the good news is it's sold uh, for basically what I was asking for it and uh, finalized a couple weeks ago. So now I am free and clear. You're listening to a debt-free person right now. And it's, uh, it's a little scary at times, but uh, I got to tell you, it feels like an 800-pound gorilla was lifted off my shoulders. So like I said, I am debt-free, got some cash in the pocket, and if you thought I traveled before, well, look out, because I have a feeling 2017 is going to uh, see a lot of new things for me, not only new places around the world, but uh, a new place to live here or not live here. It's a transitionary year, let's, let's just call it that. I'd lived in my place for 10 and a half years, and that was the longest I'd lived anywhere as an adult. If you're listening to this, you're probably like me and you get restless after a while. That's part of what gives us that wanderlust that makes us want to travel around the world. And I, I don't know, there's a part of me that is a bit envious of people that can just be comfortable in one place for so long. I've never been able to do it. If you're listening to this, I'm guessing that you're probably like me in that way, that you, you just get a little restless. And I'm kind of that way. And I think I just was in a rut and I needed to shake it up a bit. And moving, as many of you know, is the best way to throw out a bunch of crap in your life that you've been hanging on to. And it's uh, given me the opportunity to purge. And man, what a nice feeling just to get rid of all this crap that you just accumulate over the years. I've uh, given stuff away to friends, furniture, artwork, a surfboard, a bicycle a friend of mine's using. I've donated a lot of things to charity, and it feels great. It feels great, and I don't miss any of it. I really don't miss any of it, because if travel teaches us one thing, it's how to pare things down to the essentials. And I'm realizing that I don't need that much at all, and travel has certainly taught me that over the years. Give me a phone and a Wi-Fi connection and a, and a hot shower, and I'm good to go. So really, I went from a giant two-unit building that I continually stressed about into two rooms in a garage. And I've never felt freer. I've never felt freer. And if I'm going to be really truthful, the election had something to do with it as well. Uh, I see a period of unrest coming. Well, it's really already here. I'm trying not to be too negative, but uh, I, I see uh, a tough few years ahead. 
And I admit, I was trying to get in the sale before the election happened, and it turns out I was in escrow uh, on election night. And then I was worried that uh, the buyers were going to back out when they saw the results because my realtor actually had some buyers on a different property pull out the morning after the election because they uh, were unsure of the economy. And there's a lot of things to be unsure about, but I'm worried a little less right now. And in terms of the election, I don't know what this new year is going to bring, folks. I'm worried. I really am. Not only as an American who likes to travel around the world, and whenever there's an unpopular president, uh, like it was during the, the Bush years, the, especially the last four years of the George W. Bush term, that was, uh, it was rough going around the world. People wanted to uh, get in my face and ask me questions, many of which I couldn't answer or didn't have a good explanation for. And you really see how our policies and how our leadership affects the entire world. Because we have bases around the world. We have uh, a huge military presence. We have a huge economic presence around the world. Our trade policies. Everybody knows our culture goes around the world. But uh, that seems such a small thing now. Uh, it's really coming down to uh, leadership. And the world, particularly our allies, see Trump's relationship, a seemingly friendly relationship with Putin and Russia is to be very worrisome, and our allies want to know if we're going to have their backs if Putin starts rattling his sabers more than he already is, especially around Europe. And what do we tell him? Who knows? But I'm recording this on the 20th of December when this week alone we just had the truck crash through a Christmas market in Berlin. The Russian ambassador was shot in Turkey. They've evacuated Aleppo in Syria. There's a lot going down. But I don't want to scare you from traveling. I am not going to be deterred in 2017. I hope you're not either, because I've, I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again. If more Americans traveled internationally, uh, I don't think we would be in this situation. I don't think there would be so quick to only think of themselves and their own backyard. They would know how much influence the U.S. has and how our leaders are perceived and how we are perceived as individuals affects the lives of so many people. And if more Americans could travel around the world and just meet people, just meet people different than they are, from different backgrounds, from different religions and different races and different governments and just know that deep down we're not that different at all, that we all kind of want the same things, a safe place to live, a safe place to raise our children, the freedom to live how we want to live. That's really all it comes down to. And travel has taught me that. It makes it a hell of a lot harder to bomb a place or invade a place when you've been there, when you've met people and made friends there. When you've shared a drink and a meal with people, when you see how they live, to know that there are real human beings out there and not just a vague idea of what you think they are and how you think they should live. I'm not saying we don't have enemies. I'm not saying we don't have real threats that we should be worried about, but building walls and staying home and retreating into our own little worlds is only going to make things worse. So I'm going to be out there, folks, because all this fear... All this hate has me more motivated than ever 
to get out there and have real human contact with people who are different than me and to see other cultures and to meet other people and to experience other governments and maybe, just maybe, learn a few things that we could take back home and uh, improve on. Because the way things are going, we got a lot of room for improvement. Get out of your shells. Get out of your comfort zones, even if it's in your hometown. Talking to each other and finding common ground is the only answer. It's the only way out of this. If not, we're headed for some dark times, not just here, but all around the world. So when I look toward 2017, I don't know what to expect. After these cruise gigs that I have booked right now, the Celebrity Summit and the Holland America New Amsterdam again, all in the Caribbean, which I'll be right now as you're hearing this, I have no other weeks booked. There's a possibility of something in February, but right now the whole year is open. Not only do I not know where I'll be working, I'm not sure where I'll be living. Scary? A little bit. Exciting? Yeah. I can tell you some places where I want to go. Some of the ones that immediately come to mind are Colombia, Patagonia, getting down to uh, down there to South America, way down to the South America, uh, into Patagonia, Chile. Uh, I want to go to northern Brazil, Ecuador, specifically the Galapagos, if I can do it. In terms of Asia, I would love to get into mainland China, which I've never been. Myanmar is on that list. Sri Lanka. I would love to get back and dive in uh, the Barrier Reef. I haven't been to Perth or Western Australia in general, so I would love to do that. And uh, in terms of diving as well, I'd love to uh, go to Palau, where I hear the diving is amazing. In Europe, can you believe that I still have not been to Greece? I know. I tell people that. They're like, you? I go, yes, I know. Haven't been to Greece. Maybe this is the year, folks. Maybe this is the year that I can finally get to the Greek islands. Lord knows I've been talking about it long enough. And uh, still haven't been to Egypt and Morocco. Would love to do that. Going to feel out the, uh, the situation in the Arab world as it, uh, as it unfolds this year. We'll, we'll see about a trip to the Middle East, but I would love to get back. And in Africa, I would love to get down to Botswana and do another safari. Boy, that would be great. So all those things are on the list. Uh, well, if I get to them, who knows? I'll get to some of them this year, I can guarantee you that. And maybe living abroad. You never know. You just never know. In terms of the podcast, you know, I've been doing this for about five years, folks, and uh, I love doing it, and I must love doing it because I've never made a dime in five years off it, so it's really a a labor of love. But I think I'm going to have to shake this up as well. For those loyal listeners out there, I know there are some of you out there, I'd like you to write me at TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. And uh, if you have suggestions, ideas, I got a few of my own about how to shake up the format a little bit. But Einstein described insanity as doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And I've been doing this for quite a while. It's been the same format. And uh, I'll be honest with you, listenership is kind of plateaued. So maybe it's time to try something else. I'm not saying get rid of the podcast, but maybe do it a different way. And I'm open to all suggestions. I'm open to new guests. I'm open to no guests. I don't know. I have a lot to think about this uh, season when I'm sitting on that cruise ship. But I would really, really love your feedback. I don't get a ton of letters from people. But if you can, uh, if, you, if you got a minute, you know, shoot me a, shoot me a letter at TravelTalesPodcast at gmail.com. And let me, let me know what you think. If you got ideas, some pluses, tell me what you like about the show. Tell me what you don't like about the show. 
Tell me what you'd like to see differently. I'm ready to try something new just to uh, make it a little more fun. Because again, if podcasts aren't fun to do or to listen to, then there's, there's really no point in doing them. Because uh, making money on, I think they said, somebody told me maybe only 1% or 2% of podcasts make money. It's not easy, especially when there's so many out there. But it's the end of the year, a time to look back. And a time to look ahead to new beginnings. And there will be new beginnings, let me tell you. So before I go, I want to give a shout out to all the guests we've had in 2016. And they are, if I can rattle them off real quick, Christy Stratton, Rachel Brill, Henry Saxby, Tess Rafferty, Sarah Dandeshi, Danny Deoscar, Jerry Whitworth, Linda Jager, Justin Walter, Amber Tozer, Jordan Bishop, Bruce Romans, Jessica Blotter, Trig Watson, Jeanette Siha, Adam Cario, Nick Jans, Marianne Chastelos, Zoe Wild, Mike Schmidt, Kevin Wilkerson, Amy Rocklin, Amy Wetzel, and Murray Valeriano. To all of you, thank you for being guests on the show and sharing your travel tales with us. All right, folks, it's time for me to pack up and hit the high seas in the morning. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a happy and safe holiday season. If you are traveling, please be safe. And don't ever stop being curious. Don't ever stop being open-minded. And don't ever stop traveling. I'll be back in 2017 from somewhere. <laughs>